Hi guys, my name is Tony Benny. I am an NRI who's just recently shifted to India, and my experience here so far has been quite interesting and a little scary at the same time. So here I am, um, sharing my experience with you all. Hope you enjoy. Thank you for coming with us, uh, Tony. I hope we have a really nice show. I had this hope inside me that they know that this place called Muscat exists. So I used to be like, "Oh, I'm from Muscat, Oman." They're like, "Oh, I'm like," but they don't say anything after that. I'll I'll be like, "I'm from Muscat, Oman," but they don't say anything after that. So I'm like, "Yeah, that's next to Dubai. That's like right yes, beside Dubai. So Dubai." Same country, UAE. different country. <laughs> exactly. So Dubai is in UAE and Oman is right next to that. I live in Oman. They're like, "Oh, okay, okay." Oh, but again, they're not that convinced. Oman again, like I said, very very underrated country. Deserves way more uh, mm. attention than it means. Like you have never met your friends. Never, <laughs> never, never. It's so funny, dude. It's so funny. Made made. I, I was even talking to my sister about it the other day. What if I um go through social anxiety? What if I mess up my vocabulary or my words? What if I say things that don't make sense? Like what if it like slips out of my mouth? <laughs> uh what if my like what if i have changed in a way that i myself haven't recognized that like exactly that, that's scary right you don't know Very you scary. change you like shit only others will know what if i'm not exactly. the same person once more now that people know the online me uh if they if i meet them in person if i turn out to be a different person unknowingly not purposely then yeah they'll probably get the idea oh shit this guy's like Totally different from how he is online. Could be shunned from good, society. Yeah, I mean, it could backfire. Could. It it could work in my favor. It really depends. Quite a few close. How friends did you even really make good. friends? Uh, how did I even make friends? I think it just started out um, in the group chats. Um, they were just talking and talking and talking, and I feel like the fact that I got to. be a leader help me a lot to connect with people because being a leader gave me uh, responsibilities and duties to talk to these people maybe could be to get them to join me for some event or to get them to participate in something maybe to act as a mediator between them and the teachers so that got me talking to a lot of people so the conversation started and it stayed because i tried to build a conversation it's is just a simple hello and it continues with how are you what's up how's life like the basic things you can ask and it just builds from there so yeah being a leader helped me a lot to you know start conversations with people because you would come out as a weirdo if you like came out of nowhere and texted a person randomly without any intention behind right i had yeah. intentions to text these people but after the job was done i made sure to continue that conversation and get to know them and being a leader i made friends with my other fellow leaders and these guys are the best man best team that i could ever work with i became close with them mm, my entire life was back in muscat right yeah everybody that i see around in school i've known them since first grade i knew that they existed the fact mm-hmm. that i know that they exist and they've always been around me even though i don't talk to them it gives me that sense of belongingness i don't feel that sense of belongingness here partly maybe because i'm an nri and also 
because again offline classes haven't really started mm-hmm. i've never hung out with these guys i've never gone out with them never talked about our uh, taste in music we've never really gone out or had not got to know each other so, yeah never seen these guys in the first place so that sense of belongingness was never there that i had back in isg so again it's too soon to say whether you know this friendship i find it better than the friendship that i had in isg the friendships that i made in isg i'll always hold them close to my heart yeah but this kind of friendship college friendships go a long way they are very special college friendships are very special in their own way but if you've never met them then what's the point uh so again it's too soon to say i i am confident about the fact that i'll vibe with a few people and make meaningful friendships when offline classes start hopefully. but as of now i think, yeah hopefully but again mm-hmm. as of now i think i should just adjust with the fact that everything is online so i just have to maintain that friendship as of now so that okay. i could you know take it to Can, the next level when offline when classes. offline classes start but exactly. i think yeah i'm glad to say that i did have offline classes and i could make friends because i'm horrible at making friends online if because you're new to this place you don't know how to approach them and so how do you compare that with your school friendship like um in terms of building that friendship how do you compare that with school to college was it easier to build friendships in school or was it easier to do it in college how was it for you in school because in school you've been stuck together for so long i think you automatically become friends it's like school friends were really yeah. nice college friends like i had to put more effort to make new friends in college try effort you need to cope up with the language barrier but thankfully the language barrier wasn't so barrier barrier as it was for you for you it was really bad right pretty much ptsd oh my god uh, yeah but um again like i said you just have to go with the flow language barrier oh my god it like hits you in the face and you won't even know about it yeah like i can't even communicate in tamil properly i can read i shifted to basket when i was third grade so my tamil reading skill was is stuck at third grade um i i know how to read a few letters just a few letters so the thing is the fact that i know a few letters i know what the entire word is like i guess it like if i know like the first three letters then i automatically know okay what the entire word is and that's how i read malayalam and my dad kept telling me to like start learning learn the alphabet at least but i never really took the effort just uh, the motivation is not there inside oh my god but till now there was there's been no traveling disaster for me i traveled from my place to thrissur mm-hmm. thrissur is like 3 and a half 4 hours away i had actually uh, gone to thrissur to meet tushar because he okay. was there he came to india so i went to meet tushar it was like my chance to meet somebody from musket after a really long time that was my best friend so yeah very exciting so tra- traveling was very exciting here because this is the first time that i'm traveling in a bus okay in a bus it's filled with it's filled with malayalam written boards barely any english boards man you need to catch a bus you have to read the board and it gives you the destination as to where it's going and it's in malayalam so i had to make sure that i knew how to read thrissur in malayalam 
<laughs> so I went to Google. I went to Google and I literally typed Trishur in Malayalam, and it showed me the alphabet, like the word in Malayalam, and I'm like, okay, Trishur. Then you match it with Bahasic, okay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And you have to make sure that you read it, you read it quickly, because you have to show your hand for the first to stop. Correct. That's also very important. So I had to like. Make sure I keep that word in my head and memorize it, and know how Thrissur in Malayalam exactly. looks like. Huh, <laughs> so that's how I traveled to Thrissur, and I came back from there to my home. So each and every area that I passed by, I had to make sure that I knew the name. So I even noted on my phone through which route I'm going. I even check on Google Maps if I'm going the wrong way or if I'm going the right way, just to make sure that just I just to make get sure lost. you're the right route. Exactly. Yeah. So. I had to make sure that that happens smoothly. Now, uh, did you have yeah. any uh, shopping disasters? Because when I go to the store, he I don't know Tamil numbers properly. Okay, so then he'll be like, I don't know Ramon or he'll be he'll tell me something. I don't know what to do. <laughs> so far, um, no shopping disasters, thankfully, because I know the numbers. I you know, know the, the numbers. numbers. Okay. I know the numbers, yeah. But again, like I said, I don't know what each item costs because I've never lived here. I've never lived here. So if I had to buy any, beat any basic item, it's just that I don't know what's with these shopkeepers. They just automatically expect you to know how much this item costs. Like because if you look, if you check out how the other locals buy items from the shops, they come there, they place their order, and then they give the money. It could be hundred rupees, two hundred rupees, five hundred rupees. No, they just know how much it costs, and they know how much change they'll get. Huh. But when it comes to me, I have to ask them. Oh, okay, how much is this? How much is that? Is that fifteen or thirty? Like that, I have to ask, and they know for a fact that this guy is not from here. He is not from here. He's from outside, and that's when they ask me, "Where are you from?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm staying in so and so place. My house is right behind the temple." They were like, "Okay, where are you studying?" Oh, I'm like, "Oh, I wasn't studying here. I wasn't studying in Muscat. Muscat, and that's and then we come back full circle. Come back to, to Dubai. Dubai. Come back to Dubai. <laughs> Close to Dubai. I don't know where Muscat is, and then you have to explain that whole geography to them. So right. yeah, shopping disasters, not much, but in terms of not knowing the cost, it's it gets very awkward. At least for me, it gets very awkward. I feel that. uh staying abroad for so long makes you gullible also in certain ways because um Definitely. the rules are so everyone everything is according to the rules there back in musket and like generally when you speak abroad because you the, the shopkeepers want to like when you go to lulu they give you the bill uh, you buy you buy everything they give you the bill you just know it will be correct You don't exactly. cross check the bill. You don't. You don't do it. You just give the cash. You take it and come. But here, when I go, so I don't know the tomato prices in uh, in uh, Lulu. I don't know the tomato prices. I don't know the onion prices in Lulu. But here, I'm, when I go to the shop and I come back, my grandma will be like, "What was the price of the tomato? What was the price of the onion? Like, how much did you buy this for?" Like, oh, what? I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I can relate. You. That happens. That happens because of the fact that everything was so standardized. in like musket right everything had a price and you knew it like for example if you even had to travel anywhere by taxi or by a mosled bus you knew you how much you had to pay exactly the same thing can't be said about here buses a little standardized here but when you step inside a rickshaw you, no, don't, you don't have know. control over the journey <laughs> 
you don't the, have control over the from the price to the, to the destination you don't know what is going to happen have no idea what's going to happen you have no idea what route this guy's going to take he'll purposely take different routes just to get the meter running and that that he can exploit in the end it's a very very thick move it's a very slight move oh my god rickshaws are the worst the worst that's why but, i mean it's been very long but the thing is you don't even know whether it's overpriced or not he'll tell you 100 but you don't know whether it's overpriced for that or not so exactly you don't know what to give him the price Yeah, you don't know if you're like paying too much. I mean, let's and so when we pay, let's say even twenty or thirty rupees, you'll ask yourself, isn't this a bit too much? Shouldn't exactly. I be paying fifteen, ten? I don't know. Again, it really depends. Have you recognized any difference in texting habits? It does seem a bit different. The texting habit, no. These uh, they tend to use a lot of Tamil, and I I don't understand it much. So I have Achha. to I have to read it slow, even though it's in English. But I have to read it. I have to read it slowly. Now I'm getting a hang of it. It happens. I think it happens everywhere in terms of you know their own respective language. Like for me here, if I'm chatting with any Malu person, they text in um, Malayalam, but like in English, like it's ah, a exactly, Malayalam, exactly. Sentence, but in English. So I struggle with that because I don't have experience. I literally take my phone. I go to my sister and I ask her, "Listen, can you read this? Because I don't understand what they're trying to ask me." And then she reads it. Like, oh yeah, she, they're asking you so and so. I'm like, okay, how do I type that in Malayalam? She's like, just type it in English. I'm like, yeah, but how do I do that? Because I need to make sure that they understand. And so my sister sits with me and helps to frame sentences. It's mad. And also one more thing I recognize is. then whenever we used to chat in our respective class groups of friends or batch group mm. we don't use much of gifs or stickers we only use emojis lots of stickers yeah it's like stickers are mad spammed so it's, so stickers. Stickers. it's, it's a culture shock it's culture shock exactly it's that's on a whole different level so it's like emojis don't mean anything and even I'm like, is this an Indian thing where, like, you know, people only send GIFs or stickers? And she was like, "What do you mean by Indian thing?" I'm like, "No, I'm not trying to like offend anything. Like, I'm curious. <laughs> like, no. Is, if you like send stickers or GIFs, they're more expressive compared to emojis. Mm. And it does make it sense. Does, but again, it does. It does make sense. But stickers are my idea. Everyone's it's like a whole craze here. I don't even know where they get their collection from. I'm really curious. No, <laughs> it's so mad, dude. What we did was, uh, so I think there's an app to make custom stickers. Yeah, so yeah. In there our, is. I think Friend Circle, they would make stickers of each other. So even I have few yeah, stickers of my. <laughs> I have stickers customized. Same thing. Yeah. I was particularly proud of that. I'm like, once they made a sticker for me, I'm like, yes, sticker for me. <laughs> like it is traffic is big. Oh my God! These guys do not give a shit if you die on the road. They will drive the way they want to. You can't enjoy driving here. There's no you time can't. to enjoy. There's no how, time to enjoy. How was your driving session? Like you got driving license, right? Yeah, yeah, I got my driving lessons, and they were a joke because he didn't he didn't instruct me much. So the moment I like so f- for my first class, I got into the driver's seat mm-hmm. and uh, I wore my seat belt, and he's like, "Okay, so you know how to drive, right?" I'm like what? He just no. assumes that you've done something illegal before. Yeah, he just yeah, he's like so you know how to drive, right? I'm like no, I've never driven before. He's like okay, fine, but uh, you know how to start, right? I'm like yeah. 
put the seat belt, start the engine, right? Release the handbrake. Like yeah, that's all. That's all you have to do, and be uh, be careful with the clutch. I'm like, uh, what do I do with the clutch? So I think part of the reason why instructors ask this is because they already know that. Everybody no, before the age of already drive cars, huh? Correct. They must have already driven the dad's cars illegally. So, and that is true. There are many people out there who exactly. know how to drive cars before the age of eighteen. They they either know how to drive two wheelers or they know how to drive four wheelers. Okay. It's just out there, and everybody knows that. <laughs> everybody knows that, except the NRI kids. Obviously, so, they can't so, drive it. We've, so. we've been brought up in this protected cocoon. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, that's also now that you've brought it. I feel like Indians here they're very um, exposed to they're exposed to many real life situations here. That's that's what I feel. They're exposed to many real life situations here. We don't have that kind. We have a different kind of exposure. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we all of us have different exposures, but they have like this uh, reality check. Exactly. for them the many practical things that they are aware of like from a simple thing to driving learning how to drive a car mm-hmm. by the age of 15 16 17 that that's that's something that you should be proud of that is something exactly. you should be proud of yeah so i they should take that as a win man i mean they might not take it as a big deal like what bro we been driving since that exactly But we don't know how to do that We never knew how to do that. We were never given a chance to do that. It's, this country gives you like mixed emotions. Like it's bittersweet, and it really depends on whom you come across, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Correct. so far, so there's been no unfortunate incident in terms of friendship. Again, no offline classes, so no drama. Right? Correct. You don't really know what's uh, waiting for me out there mm-hmm. on the other side. But in terms of everyday life. um dealing with people in the streets or in the shops malls traveling in buses it's it's been smooth so far there's been hmm. no issue there's been no scene thankfully everything's been very very smooth yeah but i think the only test that's remaining is the college and friends over <laughs> there so really yeah, i'll probably have to you have to oh shit your class tomorrow is saturday Yeah, I have class on Saturday. Only second Saturday holiday. Acha acha acha. It's like a ritual in India. I don't even know what the logic is behind it. One thing, if you may have recognized, is the change in the weekends also. Right? One is Friday, Saturday, right? And this is Sunday. But for us, so right? But for us, it's it's like Saturday, Sunday. It's it's odd. It takes time like, to adjust to it. Exactly. Oh God! So many, so many changes. So many changes. So many small. I feel like I feel like in a way it's really good because we're adapting. I think mm-hmm. that's that's very important for us as human beings. Adapting. We can't be stuck in yeah. the same place.